welcome to Survivor Mates, where me, Matt, and also Amberly. Say hi, Amberly. Hello. Survivor Mates, <laughs> it is great. Yeah, oh no. We're doing some. <laughs> we're, we're mates and we're talking about Survivor Mates. That song is getting weirder. Uh, but we are talking about Australian Survivor uh, Week 3 is what we're about to recap. Episode um, 543. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's 55 solid days of jungle to get through. And what I started to realise <laughs> is not every episode will end in uh, someone getting kicked out of the jungle. Sometimes they'll just no. go, emerge, that's enough. That's enough. If you could call it emerge, sure. Also, 90 minutes, that's half an episode. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, JP is still doing a really good job. Oh, what a good boy. Well, I get to it, but in this first episode, he had some great innuendo about polls. He just wouldn't stop talking about working those polls. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. I love those polls. <laughs> episode six yes. uh, starts in for Val. It was like so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> starts with uh, Connor and Sam, who, who've been kept. They're, they're, they've... Um, they're in now in Vaval. And again, it, it yeah. just seems to be this really confusing thing where they're just kind of both lying there and going, well, let's not play the game. Let, let's, let's make sure we don't do any any strategy uh, uh, until tribal counts. I thought what they did worked out really well for them because they didn't like straight away like go in gung-ho, like we're players, look at us play. They sort of like held back a bit and then everyone came to them. Like the cracks revealed themselves. Like without them having to do anything. Sure, which is what you really want to do when you're in this position of, um, like, uh, being in the bottom or or being bought in through a merge or whatever. Uh, when you're in this situation where you're like, oh god, I, I'm I'm stuck here. That's what you got to do. You got to find those cracks and you got to um, try and bust open the the numbers that are already there, which is what they did in this episode. Like they they didn't need to do anything. Like two separate people approached them and said that they wanted to work with them. <laughs> I know, I know. What a what a dream situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a- and then we went over to Sana. Also, I really, I really like, I like, I like Sam and Baby Connor. Mm, mm. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're good boys. <laughs> I like. <laughs> you, you know, apparently Sam's surname, and I, I feel like I should check this before publishing this episode. Right. But apparently, no, Sam's surname is... is Webb, and that's why he's got the spider web on his arm. <laughs> it's not a massive deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a coincidence because he would have chosen to, it's not like he was born with the spider web tattoo. <laughs> he probably chose it because of that. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, okay. So, so let's leave a vow for a yep. second. Because uh, then we went over and we saw Nick and Tegan. Yeah. Uh, hanging out there. Nick's out for blood. He said, watch, watch this space. <laughs> Like, like a good hook over an ad break. Look out. Oh, I'm mad. Can I just say, Nick's, Nick's um, confessionals are so obnoxious. <laughs> like, I actually quite like Nick as a player, but his confessionals are so obnoxious. It's like, it's like he's like a producer almost, and he's just saying exactly what the producer wants, repeating things, explaining things, being very obnoxious, and I'm, I'm kind of sick of them. <laughs> like, I find he's fine, I, but I kind of want him out just because of his confessionals. <laughs> him and Kylie together, their confessionals 
Our producer's dream. I know. I think there's a bit of um, that, like the producers finding their favourites. I also think like um, Matt's pieces to camera, the magician, are quite good as well because he's kind of casual and laid back and just like, hey, here's everything I'm thinking. I like Matt. Yeah, I know. I know he's your favourite. He's fast <laughs> shaping up. And But when we started and we found out that a magician slash mentalist was going into Survivor, we were like, this could go one or two ways. He could either... We wanted him to crash and burn. <laughs> we did. We were pretty vocal about it. Um, so, okay. So, we got Nick and Nick swearing revenge on his tribe mates, especially Sue. Like, what? why did he have it? Fair in- enough. Oh, come on, Sue. She's lovely. Sue's the heart and soul of the tribe. Have we mentioned oh who's the heart and soul of the tribe yet? God, if I hear another heart and soul of the tribe and people getting sad about heart and soul. It doesn't take much, does it? I think you just have to be Old. older and that makes you the heart and soul of the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also say, this intro they have to Survivor, Yeah. I feel like... Hopefully, at the merge, they're going to cut it down. There are so many survivors, and we have to go through every single one of them. At this point, I don't remember <laughs> Bianca at all. Like, I don't have to see her face anymore. No. Yeah. Des taken up half the screen. So I think they need to cut down that intro. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, w- what also happened in that conversation? Like, he, he kind of, uh, Nick kind of like aligned with Matt against Flick, right? Which kind of seemed a bit weird for me because Matt's got this tight alliance. Uh, why would he go messing that up? But at, at least Nick's trying. Yeah, some of some of Matt's some of Matt's choices I don't understand sometimes. Like he makes weird choices, but I think he's a smart guy. Yeah, I think there's a few players like that yeah. who are just um, keeping their options open, uh, but is making them come across as being um, kind of too sneaky, which is kind of what happened to Nick when everybody started like it reminded me of like a cheating boyfriend or something like that, and the, all the all the people comparing text messages, going, "Oh, he said this to you. Oh, he said this to me too as well. What he <laughs> promised to take you to the end, he also promised to take me to the end, which was a really." <laughs> I thought really funny scene to see all these people bonding over how much of a snake Nick is. And I'm like, oh, come on. He's just playing the game. Every, there's so much hate for Nick. There's so much hate. Also, can I just, on, on the, um, when, I, when I was talking about obnoxious confessionals, do you remember the confessional where he said, if you told me to eat this fern, would I stay in the game? <laughs> what? I think they missed it. What did he mean? I think they missed a real chance for comedy there because I wanted it to cut back to him with just a face full of fern. Eating <laughs> just, a fern? Just chowing down. <laughs> Why would that make you win the game, Nick? <laughs> they do have eating challenges in Survivor. Also, eating a fern isn't that hard. There's harder... Like, the actual game of Survivor is harder than eating a fern. I want... <laughs> Just bizarre. I don't understand. I once tricked my sister into eating a leaf um, by putting a leaf under my tongue and convincing her I had eaten it and then she ate it. So maybe she'd be really good at Nick's version of Survivor, I guess is is my point. (laughs) Should win. (laughs) Yeah, but we found that Tegan Tegan and Brooke were really forming over that whole ex-boyfriend thing chatting about Nick the Snake. Yeah. And I thought that was going to lead to a nice um, <laughs> yeah. girl, girl little group there. Not don't going to say Girls Alliance because I hate that. But, you know, I thought um, Tegan was I, – I thought at that yeah, point Tegan yeah. was in a good place if she played her cards right. Right, right, right. But I guess she didn't. 
Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. No spoilers. Uh, actually, of course, all spoilers. Anyone listening to this has seen There's week three. all the spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't, you probably shouldn't listen to this. Uh, okay, so then we go to Aganoa. It's uh, probably or... quicker and more succinct than watching three 90-minute <laughs> episodes. I know. If I only listen to this podcast, I'm going to recommend. <laughs> Just um, listen to this guy. Yeah. Uh, so then we go over to Aganoa and then Christy is questioning Phoebe about, like, her loyalty. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's very clear that Phoebe's with Rowan, like, in like in how they act. Like, I'm sure Christy has to see that she's, like, not in the only alliance. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk about Kat's discussions of Rowan <laughs> and Phoebe's closeness. We'll get to it, but my... Oh, she went in. <laughs> my God. Did not take much for Kat. <laughs> Just slit the throats. <laughs> and she's still in. And she's still in the bloody game. Um, <laughs> she's still in the game. Oh. Um, so, so yeah, there was Christy and Phoebe chatting and it kind of looked like it was it was like a nice, I thought it was a bit of a bond there. Mm. Like clearly Phoebe's more with Rowan than she is with, actually I don't know at this point. I don't know what Phoebe's doing either. Her <laughs> decisions don't make sense to me either. Phoebe's doing everything. She is playing, she is going like even cat who uh, like we discussed last week is she can completely cut cat loose but still she wants to give her weird lingering hugs uh for some reason <laughs> um yeah so let cat go <laughs> so then we had the the first the yeah the immunity challenge right yes yes yeah. yes grab grab bundle of sticks reach the key make the fire it's a classic survival one this one the putting the sticks together. I love like it. Like the tying the sticks together to grab a key. I love a fire making challenge. Do you love it because of the pole talk? Yeah, oh, Is that what you love? Like? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I love making. I love two things. I, I, yeah. I love the uh, fire making challenge <laughs> uh, because I yeah, I just thought it was um wonderful how like you're just watching these flames and the thing is with fire making things where you have to burn a rope is yeah. it can get you can get like a lot of initial burn and then not enough to burn the rope or so or sometimes you can just run out of materials um, it's also a real integrity thing because it's like by this point you guys should be able to make fire like if you can't make fire by this point there's something really wrong <laughs> So it's kind of like a <laughs> well, burn if you can't get it. No pun intended. <laughs> Absolutely pun intended. The other thing I loved was JP's consistent sexual innuendo with poles. <laughs> Work those poles. Look at those guys working these poles. Oh, that's right. You've got to grab your pole. There's, you a, gotta... bend. There's a bend in the pole. <laughs> the girls are working on the pole together. He knew what he was doing. But that's classic Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst loves throwing in sexual innuendo in... Um, in challenges, so I guess uh, J- JP's just catching up on that, I guess, which is good. I love it. Yeah, he's probably um, in the late time when he's not on screen and he's got some hours to kill just watching old su- <laughs> US Survivor episodes and just writing down Jeff's lines because there was another in this week. Uh, there's a learning curve to this challenge, uh, which which I loved. Oh, very good. Which I loved. Um, okay. I reckon, like, they had a chat. JP and JP had a chat and he said, number one, Get your sexual innuendos down. That's the <laughs> first first step of being the host of Survivor. Yeah. And he's done that. Yeah. So good on you, JP. Well done. Listen from JP. Well done, JP. Um, here's a question. <laughs> you know when they do these challenges yes. and, and they, they build the fire and it burns through the bit of string, do you think that bit of string is actually connected to making the flag fall down or do you think that's just a producer pulling a lever? Oh, scandal. 
I think I think it's probably connected. <laughs> I think these challenges are like really impressive, and I reckon they have like legit engineers behind them, and that's someone's amazing job. Oh, like yeah. they went to school for like seven years to become an engineer, and then they go onto an island and make these amazing challenges. I reckon. I reckon it's legit. If anyone from Survivor is listening to this podcast, I that is my dream job, <laughs> like being a producer on Survivor. <laughs> It's like getting to do all the Survivor yeah. stuff. Like, you know when they show those um, uh, pictures of... The uh, dream team. Yeah, of when, they, of when they're going, oh, this is how the challenge works and there's kind of weird cutaways that don't show any yeah. faces. That's the producers getting to try out the challenge. Oh, it, it, it would just be the and best. They'll, ha- they'll have, like, people that are meant to be like, oh, you're Cat, you're this person. Sorry if you're Cat, you never get to do it um, because she never is in the challenges. But then if their person gets voted out, they don't get to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's an S fact. (laughs) Survivor fact. Thank you. (laughs) Wow, S fact. Okay. Um, Okay. So, so Aganoa is really, really far behind on the on the poll. They're they're very far behind. They can't get it. But then. Um, Yellow struggles so much with their fire that they actually end up losing. Yeah, they lost. And they lost. And, and didn't JP love the come from behind victory of Agasloa? Didn't he love it? I, when, when they were trying to get the key, Aganoa was a bit agon- agonizing. Agon- it was a bit agonizing. It was a bit agonizing. <laughs> it was a bit agonizing. I think we got it. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, I hope there's yeah, a different Aganoa pun every week. Oh, actually, Aganoa are dead now, so... <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, all right, here's what happens. So, so Vival's going to tribal council, right? And so it yes. looked like a pretty easy vote at first. They're thinking baby Connor's the way to go. Yeah, like, let's, get rid- yep. let's re- get rid of one of the new... Uh, people who just come in, let's take the weaker one. And then Connor did a speech and he was... Oh, he's, he did his little speech. His rousing speech about lo- how he will be loyal and maybe they should keep him. Um, if, and, and I think as well, like if I was w- w- seeing how Barry is doing his votes, which is a name in, out of a hat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I, it's a pretty good argument to get rid of him. Um, well, but then again, do you really want someone? Do you really want someone in the long run who loves Survivor? Because aren't they more likely to win in the end than someone who's not really playing the game? Like, is that really a good like? Look, I think argument for your sake. Yeah, I think Connor um, loves Survivor, sure, but I don't look at that guy and think he can win Survivor. Like, I have no doubt that he. Oh, lo- baby I have no doubt that he loves it, but he's not very good at it. I mean, his speech worked, <laughs> so I could be eating my words, but I think people were keeping him because they're like, "We can beat this guy." <laughs> Aw, sweet, sweet boy. But anyway, I'm glad they didn't get him out. I like him. So Kate throws out the the Barry. She she didn't want to because he's the heart and soul, but she had to. She just had to. She had to throw out his name. Yeah. Um, And then Businessman had a quote that was like, I'm going to eat them or something like I'm going to try and eat Craig and then get him because I'm eating him. I didn't get it. But we all know how you feel about Businessman anyway. That was a weird last, and like Sue was like, "Please, please don't make me vote him. Please don't say Craig." And then, and then he's like, uh, "Craig," <laughs> and I was just. <laughs> I, Can I say I also really like Craig? Yeah, Craig's one of my oh, faves. He's, at the he's moment. amazing. I love 
Kathy or Craig? And every time a- Andrew yeah. comes on screen, I do shout things at my TV and just go, "Get your <laughs> smug face out of here, you jerk!" I've 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 hated him from the start. So Matt, he's hardly had any screen time. I don't know how you can hate him so much. The second he called Survivor a business transaction, I was like, "Nah, put you in the bin." <laughs> First episode. Yep. So, um, also, can I just say, Jenna has arm jewellery on. Why was that a thing she needed to have? Like, you're not allowed to bring that much on the island. Why does she have arm jewellery? Well, here's another thing. How come, and this is uh, a credit to my girlfriend, Jill, who who brought this point up, but she pointed out that there's some amazing braids going there on. There are some great braiding. Great braids happening but in their hair. But what else are you going to do? Oh, it looks amazing. On, on an, like they have so much spare time. But how and come braiding is very fun? How come everybody spent the time to learn how to do amazing braids and no one spent the time to learn how to build a <laughs> shelter or a fire? <laughs> okay, so tribal council happens. Uh, and Barry then... makes a big speech about voting with your head, which seems to go against his entire philosophy. Philosophy. I know. And then he votes for Sue. I know. But then he gets the boot. I anyway. Why are you lecturing on being able to to to, to keep <laughs> the person who's uh, the most important for the tribe and maybe don't go with your heart? And then meanwhile, you're drawing a name out of the hat. You are a contradiction, Barry. See you later. Um, I'm glad you've left the island. <laughs> Bye, Bazaar. I'm glad you left the island. And, oh, but be, and I'm also glad that you have a new job, which I read this week. He's got a new job, new radio job. Um, oh. So straight off the island mm-hmm. um, and uh, into a new radio gig. And what I like about him, actually, he did say that um, part of the reason they did Survivor is he wanted to show that, um, you know, that there's a, a, a path for Indigenous Australians, both on TV and in entertainment, so with his radio work and stuff like that. Which Yeah, absolutely. Which I thought was pretty cool. Have more. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty white cast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, pretty young, pretty white, um, pretty middle class, so it's good. Mm. And we're a pretty, like, diverse country. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just, maybe it's more like white people like Survivor more, so that's the reason, but yeah. It's a bit of a shame that it's not as like, more diverse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good th- thank you, Barry, for your diversity. <laughs> no, as in more applied, not as in more watched. Yeah, thank you, Barry, for, like, holding holding the flame, but th- th- your gameplay was stupid. But play better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the first episode. Yay. Okay. Yay. Let's go to the next episode. Um, sorry, this is, this is, the start of this All episode right. is where I wrote down that um, Sam and Connor were just sitting on the beach and going, well, we're both here. Um, let's not do anything until tribal, <laughs> which I thought. What? They decided. Yeah, what, what, why? They were like, let's just be us. <laughs> let's just be us, <laughs> which is a great strategy. And then somebody described Barry as the heart and soul of the tribe again. I was like, who? Oh, that ba- was. Barry. That was Sue. <laughs> Barry. Barry was the heart and soul. No, it was Jenna Louise. Jenna Louise said that, that he was the heart and soul of the band. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, Kate's got a horrible boil. Oh yeah, boil time. <laughs> uh, Sam's gonna be there to look after her though. Don't worry. That was Sam was there. Sam does chin ups in the chin up tree. <laughs> Thank God, and you know it paid off. It paid off later in the challenge. So um, I love uh, oh, that. Man. Oh, 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 I can't wait to talk about the challenge. Oh, the the the. Uh, I wonder if it was sponsored. Do you reckon that the challenge was sponsored, Matt? <laughs> Wasn't there some great product placement there? But I think it was McDonald's. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. 
It was really subtle, though. Yeah. It was subtle. <laughs> no close-ups of logos or anything. And even <laughs> the second-place prize of a Whopper Junior had to be really excited <laughs> about a Whopper Junior. It's a Whopper Junior. Best reward ever. <laughs> Uh, it could have been worse. At least they stopped saying the words Hungry Jacks and started talking about burgers eventually, uh, which is... Anyway, yeah. I, I want just before we get to that challenge, um, yeah. Tegan goes flippity-flippity, uh, backed yeah. by kind of Flick. Doesn't want to work with Nick. Yeah, Flick's... No, yeah. Which, again, um, c- kind of makes sense, but but she didn't follow through with it on the end. Um, it's just nobody likes Nick at this point, which is sad for Nick. How <laughs> just hates him. How funny! Nick was playing so hard again when he's just going. Uh, and he's helping around the camp so much. Then he does his real power play and just goes, "Can I hold your idol? Oh, look at your idol!" <laughs> and I just thought it would have been, <laughs> it would have been really funny if he had just like said, can I look at your idol? And she'd given it to him and then he'd just run away and buried it. <laughs> that would have been so good. <laughs> run and bury it. So, oh, so um, yeah. on with Sam and Connor, we had Kate approaching them and we also had businessman approaching them mm, as well. Yeah. So yeah, they had yeah. two options there. Yeah, yeah. From just being uh, themselves. That's all they had to do. They were just themselves. How about like when Tegan starts playing so a social game and she's like, being a model, uh, being a model, uh, I, I, I just rub and sand in my face, and um, that yeah, that was that was her go at being social. Then um, Sam gets his heart broken when uh, basically uh, they walk into the challenge, and like they're like, and Sanapu's like, oh, Sanapu is absolutely closer now. We are the best version of Sanapu that we could possibly be. And Sam, who's over in Vavau, just looks so heartbroken. Aww. Calm down, Flick. Calm down. Uh, so yeah, okay. We're we're at the reward challenge now, right? The the hey hey Matt, the whopper of a challenge. Product placement. There were barrels. There were product placement. It's a bit of a. I, I like to think of this one as the the Donkey Kong challenge, where they where they use lots of barrels. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have been better. This is another Survivor classic. This How one. about um Agaslower's effort? In this, <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> well, once again, cat not in it. Yeah, and like there were periods where they were just going backwards. <laughs> it was fun to watch. Everyone has the best time of their life eating burgers. They've never had a better time in their. Sam is buzzing. <laughs> Sam's burger was laced with c- cocaine, I think, because he starts bloody running around. Also, can I just say after this, after this challenge. Um, the, you know how like Jeff loves to, uh, shame people when they lose and he's like, got nothing for you back to camp. He said to these guys, he goes to Agaslower, you guys mm. were so close. <laughs> what? Yeah. Stop it. They should. I'm Set. so, I'm so sorry. Send them back. Send I'm them sorry back, you guys you didn't win guys. High school teacher. Guys. Um, <laughs> we, we get to see some tears from Lee. Which was, you know, I just missing out on that Whopper Junior was too much for him. <laughs> we so we got his sob story. You know, it was nice to see some emotions yep. from Lee, proving that you can be an elite sportsman but still shed a tear, and that's okay. We had some pickle pickle chats with Craig. Sam ripped open some coconuts. Yep, yep. 
some uh, of the things that happened. Yeah. But nothing much else happened. No. Yeah, next no, challenge. No, it was a boring outbreak. Yeah. So, uh, immunity time. Yeah, I loved this challenge. Yeah. The, it's cool. Yeah, so... It's kind of like a twist on a on another Survivor challenge. Usually, well, the one I saw is the whole team holds on and then one at a time, one will let go until it's just one person holding on at the end. Yes, yes. But I liked this... This this version of it where you just you switch out yeah. and you suspend the person yeah and it's cool and wow um so they they're hoisted up and you know you got the three tiniest people being hoisted above the water and then yeah uh, how about uh, Craig's effort though wow yeah go Craig what a machine he's, he's one of those players when there's like endurance things there's always one or two players that are able just to keep like completely still and they always do so well like when if he makes the actual the real merge and when they do all the endurance challenges i think he'll be so good because those people who can just stay still are always the winners like instead of the like the shaky ones yeah yeah and he um what is it what did ty say like a bamboo like a bamboo stick yeah in a storm (laughs) that that goes in the wind yeah that stays (laughs) Yeah, you got to be or like something. that. <laughs> Thank you, Ty, from US Survivor for that. Uh, Thanks, Ty. Words of wisdom. Uh, also became friends with a chicken, which Matt is doing as well. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sanapu loses. Uh, we, yeah. We get, we get some lose. gnarly boil footage. Well, we didn't. We didn't get any gnarly boil footage. They cut it out. I wanted to see that. You were disgusting. When he said there's so much fluid has come out already, I wanted I wanted to see the fluid, please. I want to see how much is so much. You are. <laughs> of course. Of course you did. It was some pretty classy editing, like right when you were about to see something gross that would cut away. No, Such a shame. Yeah, are you one of those people who watch those horrible pimple popping videos on like Facebook? Yes. Yes, 100%. And this was just a giant, giant pimple. Yeah, oh God, it was so gross. But <laughs> she got put back in the game. Um, I don't think she was ever in danger of being pulled. Great. <laughs> but, but um, no. no. But it's good she got it drained. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. So we're back at Sanapu now in the lead up to Tribal Council. Uh, Nick and Tegan. Yeah, Nick and Tegan have a have a chat on the beach. Yeah, they t- targeted Kylie. Kylie has, Kylie has a... Um, confessional where she says that wearing the idol was a precision decision and yeah. i think it's the stupidest precision decision i've ever seen because <laughs> i still it, don't understand it it was a weird one i can't believe how well this um I, I i think we missed some of the behind the scenes talk of this because it was actually an incredible move by that tight alliance of like uh brooke flick kylie uh and and um, matt as well of just they had the perfect result, which was seen to convince the two outer people to vote for the person with the idol so it gets flushed. Mm-hmm. They could have spoken to... And then vote for them. Yeah. They could have spoken to uh, Kylie and said, hey, I think they're going to vote for you, so you should probably play your idol to be safe. So they get to flush it while still being a friend. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, they split the mm-hmm. votes between the other two and then... Um, Nick and Tegan, so the newcomers, and then and then it was a tie, a, a beautiful three-way tie. I actually hadn't hadn't thought of this until now because I was really confused as to why Kylie wasn't like really mad at them for like basically voting her out. But you're right; if it was the other two that were voting for her, I can see why she 
chose to stay with them in, in the fake merge. Yeah, I think they convinced the other two to vote for Kylie to flush the idol and pretended they would be with them in a split for Nick, telling one Nick, telling the other Tegan. But they show us so much... They show us so much things that don't matter in the game. Why not show you that stuff? Yeah, maybe I've just invented it. Why, why do it? we need, like, ten minutes on a chicken? Um, but also... Yeah. Yeah. Pretty exciting to have an idol play in the sixth episode. Yeah, and well, she had to because it had been ousted the True. episode before. But also, it just worked out so perfectly for them. I don't know if they did orchestrate it all or they got very lucky because they managed to flush the idol and get rid of the weakest player and not get Kylie mad. Like, that's amazing. That's the ultimate best-case scenario. Yeah. Um, I, th- there was a few moments in this tribal council, actually, that were really funny. First of all, when JP said, I see, uh, and he clearly didn't see. He just had this moment where they described something and then he goes, ah, yes, I see. <laughs> it's like a, a <laughs> kid standing up in class inventing an answer. He, he, he couldn't see. I'm not, I'm not seeing oh, through that. Yes. Oh, Second of all, mm. Nick describing himself as a meat shield was a little bit weird. But that's exactly what he is. I think they were they were absolutely right for voting Tegan because he is a meat shield. Absolutely. He's got a vendetta against another group of people. He's absolutely a target when they get to the real merge, not the fake merge. I think Tegan was definitely the right choice. And I think his speech was actually pretty on point. I know the term meat shield is a weird term, but I think it's a good explanation of what he is. That's all I was saying. (laughs) Look, everything you said, I absolutely agree with, except for the phrase meat shield. Um, And then tie um, him up to an abattoir, (laughs) cut him up, give him out at a butcher. When Kylie brings out her idol and she goes to Jeff, I have something to show you. I I would have loved it if she just walked oh, up and like just given the finger to the to, to him and not given the idol. The, <laughs> uh, end result is goodbye, Tegan. That would be See the most later. anti-Kylie thing to do in the entire world. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. To, yep. to yep. the third yep. episode. I'm happy with this that. Week. Good job. Look, basically the whole start of this episode was basically they'll show it in English class as an example of foreshadowing. Like (laughs) we could not have had more people talking about how they think they're in a good position and how nothing changes. It was so annoying. And it went for so long. (laughs) So also we go to um, Agus Loa and Rowan is pissing everyone off. And then Kat starts talking about how she's going to do something, but then she doesn't. Yeah, classic. Classic cat there. So, <laughs> Just having a whinge and cat. no action. Um, <laughs> oh, Lee Sneakers get caught in the fire? Lee Sneakers get caught in the fire? That's massive. That's massive. They're there for so much longer. That, he doesn't have shoes. Before that, there was that weird shot of just <laughs> yeah. the crab claw crawling at night. The crab on the face. And then, and then they just, and no mention what of it. That, that was sort of such a weird shot. Um, it was so strange. Yeah, I even wrote that in my notes. I just said crab on face, question mark. Yeah, I think they only, they have a drone for like one day in Australian Survivor because I, I'm starting to notice the same shots appear, especially of like the, the, the landscape. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, you know, I love it how they, that everyone will talk about Nick being a snake, a snake and then they'll show a snake. But nobody's talked about, was it Jenna? No one's talked about Jenna being a crab. <laughs> So we don't need that. We're good. There's enough other stuff going on in these 90-minute episodes. Then Jenna gets stung by a wasp. Yep. I guess that's another thing. 
<laughs> we need to show. And then we get her. It doesn't affect the game whatsoever. But then we get her sob yep. story. And Jenna, Jenna's sob story is, I worked in a law firm, then travelled the world. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a sob story, mate. No one's giving you, half, uh, not a million, half a million dollars for, for the fact that you no, but quit your law job. You do you get it, though? Fool. She was a lawyer and then she stopped that. Yeah. So... Think about that. Yeah. Oh, she's so brave. <laughs> Kate nearly died and she was a lawyer. Wow. So then we do the merge. We do yep. the merge. Well, if- stop calling it a merge because it is not a merge. It's not a merge. No. <laughs> this is a swap. Okay, so there was a challenge. Challenge for a game-changing advantage. I really like this challenge too. That they didn't know. Now, it was weird that they had no idea what they were playing the for. The blue team. They failed at the one before because they weren't strong enough, but then they were good at this one because they were skinny enough. No. <laughs> so, yes. Strengths and weaknesses coming into play. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought it was weird that they didn't know what they were playing for at all. Yeah, that doesn't often happen, does yeah. it? Yeah. It's just like... You often know what, what you're in yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and it was a massive advantage in the oh, end. Oh, God, so huge. <laughs> and you get to pick... Players, so not only can you pick to make your team stronger, but you can also cherry you pick. Can also pick yeah. people to just get out as well, um, which is essentially what happened. But why didn't you pick strong people that you can also vote out? It's like they went with strong people and then some weak people as well that they could vote out. But you know, you can vote out strong people, right? <laughs> Look, I didn't get that. Look, at the end of the day, <laughs> Agaslower is no more. Rest, rest in peace, Agaslower. <laughs> Dead. 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 So, um, oh, they they all picked Sam first, which I'm sure Sam felt a bit better because now he's a part of his team again. That was nice. Yeah. They did not pick Connor. They they didn't they didn't pick Connor at all. No. Baby Connor. <laughs> no, poor baby, baby Connor. He's so weak. <laughs> um, who, who else? They had Lee and uh, L come over. They picked Lee, L, Jenna. Yeah. And then t- Nick said, let's get Jenna because I want to mess with her. Oh, man. And what, get her out. And wasn't there conversation? The conversation between Jenna Louise <laughs> and Nick was probably <laughs> the worst conversation of all time. <laughs> I just don't know what either of them wanted out of I was thoroughly entertaining. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? They were all hepped up on beer and veggies. <laughs> it was like some tortilla chips and some celery sticks. That was their feast. <laughs> and the, apparently <laughs> they didn't get the sponsorship money from the beer company because they've just ripped the labels <laughs> off it. Um, <laughs> but however, Hungry Jack's, Hungry Jack's beer. Be plastered everywhere. Um, so, yes. Oh. Uh, so, yes, this conversation between Jenna Louise and Nick. Uh, so, Nick pulls her aside, first of all, which was like, why? Why are you doing this? This was so- And what like, what was your intention? Yeah. Such an I told you so. He, yeah, he wanted to I tell you so to her. Like, he wanted to be like, well, looky here, how the tables have turned, young miss. But he didn't do a great job at it. No, it was very funny. And it just started getting really <laughs> angry. And then Jenna Louise, um, I, I thought her emotions <laughs> were quite justified. But my God, it played out like a high school conversation. Like, just... 
All right, Nick. Fine. What What do you want from me? What do you <laughs> want from me? I'm on the bottom. And then Nick started to try and pretend like... So much drama. It wasn't his decision. If you're going to do it, just own it. Just go. Yeah, mate, you're on the bottom. Yeah. But And also don't pull her aside and have a conversation. Here's what Jenna Louise should have done. Yeah. She should have gone, we got rid of you because you were a really strong player. Uh, now I'm in this position where I'm on the bottom. Yeah. But if I was open to working with you... Is there anything we can do here? Play to Nick's ego because he certainly has one. <laughs> You're turning on Nick so bad. <laughs> it's um, just his confessionals. He's fine, but his confessionals are so annoying. <laughs> uh, so Also, other things that happened before that, before the fight, Matt, we also had cats straight away straying like a stray old cat. Yes. We had um, also Brooke, Flick and Matt say they were going to be the final three. Yes. And then when Matt left, Brooke and Flick being like, Maybe. <laughs> but I think that'd be a good final three. Yeah, I'd like it. I'd like it. <laughs> They'd be a great final three. I think they've realised yeah, as well that now that this kind of, the numbers have all changed again because of this weird cherry pick merge that they kind of need to stay solid again. Well, hopefully they're all thinking that. Like, if they can stay as yeah. a solid four, then they're going to be in a much better position. Especially. I think Flick and Matt have good heads on their shoulders and they're, they're looking at the game in a pretty yeah, good way. Yeah, Flick, I don't, I think Flick is very flippy. Flippity. Flippity. And the main thing with Brooke is that she's got to stop playing as a number two because if she plays as a number two all the way to the end. Yeah, I don't think she will though. You reckon? She, she doesn't know Survivor very well. But also, but it's it's so, like Flick is in such a power position in that like, I don't think Brooke will stray from her. I think she actually does have a like absolute number two. Yeah, like that's a great place for Flick to be. Yeah, which is yeah. which is a problem because what you see in US seasons of Survivor is if somebody plays a number two, you get to the end and people don't vote for you to win because they go, "Well, you were just doing everything Flick said." For example, um, you, yeah, she just brought you yeah, here. Yeah, she's brought you here. What moves did you make? So I really want Brooke to make a move. Um, and I'm like, but I just don't think a yeah. she would because she's inexperienced and doesn't know Survivor. Yeah. I think she's too comfortable as well. Like she's not, she's not, she's never been in danger either. And you kind of like need to be in danger to make a real big move, I guess. Yeah, I think you get addicted to that lifestyle as well, being safe. <laughs> addicted to that lifestyle. <laughs> okay, so then Craig, Craig does. <laughs> Craig finds something in his napkin, classic Survivor, and then he does a great dabbing of the face. I loved that. <laughs> so he has some sort of clue. They didn't show us what it was, no, though. And, we do, and he mentioned it might be the clue to the idol that already exists. I think it'll be a different one, though, surely. To be fair, this was only half an episode, so I'm sure we'll find out what it is next time. Also, yeah. then Kat says something about about Rowan being a dictator. Can I bring you back to the first episode where her first line was, I'm known in the office as a dictator. <laughs> so Takes one to know one. Uh, Hitler meets Stalin. So, come on, Kat. Yeah. Um, Cat, this speech by Cat was so bitchy and so high school that. Oh God! She just yeah. This is where she made the comment about Rowan and Phoebe, um, and she's like, and Phoebe and Rowan are so. Yeah, even though Phoebe has a boyfriend, what is that supposed to mean? And I feel if I was Phoebe's boyfriend (laughs) watching, I would feel like shit, like saying that, like what a weird high school thing. Jesus, it's like. Maybe she's in love with Rowan. I don't know. Yeah, they have to sit and watch this. <laughs> oh, man. 
Cat <laughs> just setting everything back 15 years. I think she thinks she's like subtly subtly planting seeds, but she's not being subtle. <laughs> she's being overt. She's ridiculous. Um, and so let's talk about who got voted out this episode. Oh, it was no one. Because oh, what? Oh, oh. Because we, what? Be- Why would you have an episode with no tribal? Oh. It makes no sense. And it's like, they, I think they were like, oh, this is the big, this is the big merge episode. Number one, not a merge, a tribe no. swap. Number two, still have a tribal. All that stuff where everyone was saying, oh, we're in a good place, we're in a good place. We didn't need that. <laughs> Just take that out and then have a tribal. Oh, this is <sighs> what's so frustrating. There is so much television to watch in Australian Survivor. Um, and right now, like, even as we're recording this podcast, I'm in New York right now and you're in Melbourne. And we kind of, like, watch the episodes and share some notes and then we record this podcast and catch up about the episode. But, like, God, being on holiday when and you're like, okay, guys, come on, move it along. <laughs> Let's go. And, and then when you don't even have a tribal. It's like it feels- five hours you have to take out of your holidays. But you know what? You know what? I am. There are some very entertaining moments. It's just it's it's slow because it need they have they have fifty five days, fifty five days, and a lot of TV to fill. Um, but three but, episodes a night. But, but we finally see the results of what happened in, in this <laughs> thing next week. Next week is what we're going to find out. Also, there was a great quote. Um, uh, uh, from the, like, next week on Survivor where one of them, I think it's a businessman who I hate, said, it's like shooting ducks out of a barrel, (laughs) which is not the same. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the ducks are in the barrel and then you've got to shoot them out. You've got to shoot them out to get them out of the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) You've mixed the metaphors there. Also, do not shoot ducks in a barrel. Yes. Also, soon American Survivor is going to start, which means there'll be four four nights of Survivor oh, a week. What, what a dream! This is my dream. It's going to be a lot. True. So much Survivor to watch. This is your dream, so Matt. So much Survivor to watch. <laughs> now that your dream has happened, do you kind of regret your dream? Yeah, I just feel like I'm just living life constantly disappointed now because because I I know what this is and it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I in in the end I'm I'm loving. Oh well. I, yep, great. We're done. Just, just I'm just giving you my final thoughts. Yeah, go on. Handling. I think Matt and Craig, Matt and Craig are my faves at the moment, and I think they're going to win both of them. Both of them. That's impossible, but good. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, I I think. What are uh, your thoughts? I, who are your uh, who are your faves? Look, I love Craig as a player. Because is it businessman? Is no, businessman no. your favorite? He can Is it Cat? Is Cat your favourite? I'm just picking up on subtle social clues. (laughs) Uh, Yes, no. Um, Look, I I think um, Craig is so fun to watch. I think Nick is shaping up as a cool bad guy, a much better um, villain than Cat is because Cat plays villain. He's not going to want to be a villain. Do we think that Cat? Do we yeah, think that Cat, Cat plays is going to go out in the next three episodes, or is Cat just in it for the long haul now? We're just always going to have Cat. She might forever. slip into that that point of view where everyone's like, "Well, look, no one's going to vote for her at the end, so I might as well keep her around." No one's going to. She's not going to win. Um, but who knows? <sighs> and she's not going to win challenges because she doesn't do any of them. <laughs> Which they're going to have to start doing them soon. Uh, I feel like your hate for businessman is the same as my hate for Cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Sorry to God. laughs> 
Imagine if they <laughs> formed an alliance and we had to hear them talk all the time. Oh, my God. I would be happy because then Cat would be doing something. I'd be so happy if Cat made an alliance with Businessman. That would win her over for me. Um, yeah, there's a few potential winners, I think. I think Matt, I think Craig, I think Kylie as well is... Um, is Kylie? Yeah. I mean, I know Kylie was my winner's pick, but still, do you think she could win? Look, I think... Um, I think she's a, a tough competitor, yeah. I, I think um, she's strong uh, and she's got a lot to play for. So we'll see. But she did cry at the thought of a kiss. Sometimes, sometimes she plays so hard that it pushes tears out of her eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see you on the next three episodes. <laughs> yeah, see you after another ten hours of television. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amberly. Thank you for listening to Survivor Mates. We talked about things and we were mates on Survivor. It's great. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>